Hi, Carrie again with Fullerton Professional Organizing here in Harlingen, Texas. And uh, today I'm talking about some ideas that a YouTuber, uh, Ashlyn Eaton, has on decluttering. Um, and she does have several videos on decluttering and, <clears throat> and minimalism. But we're not talking about minimalism right now. Um, I will talk uh, maybe a little bit about minimalism a, a little bit later. Uh, I'm not a minimalist, but minimalist, minimalism isn't exactly what you think it is. I, and we can talk about that another time. But <clears throat> she talks about the first step we need to take when we're decluttering. And... Here are my notes on what she talks about. She says, when you own less, it is easier to maintain. Keep only what we love and use. Um, and the goal is to simplify. And she talks about decluttering just 10%. And um, she says, declutter just one area of, at a time because it can be overwhelming, which is true to, for most people. And we're going to just talk a little bit about kitchen, living room, bedroom, closet, bathroom, and storage area or slash garage. And her motto is, do I use it and do I love it? Uh, now, she says the kitchen, most of the items in the kitchen are are for using to cook. So she kind of establishes what is the room used for, first of all. And um, then she goes about saying, you know, think about any items that you have in there that are duplicates or any items that are single-use items, like... Um, a whisk is only used to um, scramble eggs, maybe. Now, of course, if you use your whisk for more things, this is just an example, but we can use a fork to do the same thing as a whisk. So how many whisks do you have? Do you only need one? Do you need two? How many do you use? How many do you, you know, is it a single-use item? And anything in your kitchen that's collecting dust. Now, I do have some decor in my kitchen that may be collecting dust because it's not a everyday used item. But I'm not, uh, that part is up to you. Um, but these are some of the items that she says that are generally things that people, she has found people need to declutter utensils, appliances, uh, foods that you don't eat, dishes that you don't use. Now, um, Dana K. White is the first person that I heard explain this. So this is not from Ashlyn Eaton, but I think it's very important for the kitchen. And that is the container is the container. So it, if you only have a certain amount of drawers 
you only want what will fit in those drawers okay and if they don't fit in the drawers now of course I do have I don't have very many drawers so I do have a, a container that I put my cooking utensils in and I do have hooks on the wall for uh, kitchen utensils but what I have done personally is and this comes from Dawn, Dawn the minimal mom I, the idea I have in my kitchen which again is not Ashlyn it's not in my notes for Ashlyn but I did start thinking there are a lot of things in my kitchen I probably do not use and now it's only my husband and I so I have only eight plates eight a set of eight silverware and I figure if I have company where we have more than eight I do have some other silverware that can be used that is set aside for when we have a big uh, company or family over but all the other items in my kitchen what I did to figure out if I actually used the items one I took out the items I know right off the bat that I use and I put them gave them a space to live then I took all the other stuff and put it in a box in the garage I figured every item that I need to go to the garage for and get those get to stay in my kitchen this way that's how I found out what I actually would use and what I didn't because in my mind I see all these things and I'm going oh yeah this is usable for this this is usable for that um, and I don't bake but I do need some items for baking because I do tend to bake around Christmas time so are those do those have to stay in the kitchen or can they be stored in the garage until we need them I have a bread machine I only use at Christmas now I would use it more often but my husband's diabetic I have low blood sugar and that works similar to diabetes so we don't eat a lot of bread so my bread machine also stays stored in the garage but the key is I do use it once a year I make cinnamon rolls and I I use it okay so those are my notes aside from Ashlyn Eaton's notes so those are ways to figure out if you need these things um, the can and now we're going to the living room the living room is use is for social gatherings and relaxing possibly to read a book or in front of the TV um, so she says the things that you can probably declutter are decor furniture books games miscellaneous media and kids toys if those are the things that are used in the living room then those are things that you might possibly be able to declutter if they're not in use um, now 
she says, kids play with only 12 toys daily. I'm not sure where she got that information, but if you think about how many toys your kids actually play with, um, then there is a place there that you can declutter when you're thinking about that and only you know what your kids play with. Um, now the bedroom, the bedroom's purpose <clears throat> is for rest and preparing for your day. <clears throat> so the things that you can declutter are decor, the clothes in your closet, again, keeping in mind the closet is your container and you can, and keep only what will fit in the container. Now, it may be different if you have some seasonal items that you need to rotate. I don't have very many because we have a very, I mean, we have one day of winter, <laughs> maybe two. Uh, so I have just a few winter things that I rotate with my swimwear, but that all is in my closet where if you have actual seasons, you may have to keep your seasonal uh, clothes somewhere else. And that is all fine and good just as long as you have a place, okay, for them and you have room for them. Uh, a lot of organizers say you should have, you still should keep your closet as your container is your container. And some do say if you have seasonal items, you know, maybe keeping them in a bin under your bed. Um, but only you know what you have room for. Okay, so, oh, and then she talks about the one in and one out rule. If you buy a, a, a piece of clothing, then you should try to get rid of a piece of clothing. And that can go anywhere in the house. If you decide to buy new cooking utensils, then you should let go of the old kitchen utensils and not keep it all. <clears throat> and how many you know, how many can you actually use in a day? <clears throat> now, bathroom items. Now, the bathroom is used for cleaning yourself, cleansing yourself, and preparing for your day or preparing for bed. And she says the items that people tend to collect a lot of that they can declutter are personal and skincare products, hair care products, makeup, travel items, uh, linens, and here is what she does, and I will add to that. She says she only keeps one mascara, one lipstick. You can only wear one lipstick at a time. You can only, you know, uh, so that's what she keeps. I say, hey, if you use it, keep it, but if you have a lot, so much makeup that it just doesn't get used, then it may be something that you need to let go of. Uh, I have one mascara. I do have two eyeliners just because it's pencil and it sometimes needs to be sharpened. And so I will wait till they both need to be sharpened to sharpen. But I mostly have just two eyeliners. Uh, I have two mascaras, 
one mascara in my travel bag so that I don't have to keep packing it when I do travel. Um, I have some eyeshadows that, and I, and I don't even use that many eyeshadows. I still have more eyeshadows than I can use. And yet my little container, I have a container about this big. It's probably 12 inches high and it has three drawers and it's probably only five inches wide. The top drawer, all of my makeup can fit in that top drawer except for my round powder is on top and then I do have a Mary Kay thing that I've had for years with makeup in it on the top. And then I have a little uh, glass thing that has all my makeup brushes in it and my mascaras. And that is it. And that's not even a cabinet drawer. That's just a 12 by 5 drawer. The middle drawer, I have things like... Um, you know, just some overflow of eyeshadow and maybe, um, you know, aura gel and mosquito uh, medication and stuff like that. And eyebrow, the eyebrow trimmers, uh, all the things, grooming, face facial grooming, or, and then the very bottom one just has hair, bobby pins, uh, hair combs, and a hair scrunchie. Bobby pins, I think I already said that. So that's just a 12 by 5 little plastic bin that I have my most used items in. And uh, another thing that she says that I actually also do to us when I had my children living with us is she says you only need two towels, she calls them linens, two towels per person living in your home. So I there was four of us, um, and I made my son two towels, and I ironed his name on them so that those were his responsibility to take with him when he moved out, and it was his responsibility when he lived in my home those two were washed. I found that putting the names on them worked better than saying these col this color towel is yours and this color towel is your sister's. So I put names on them. I have two pink towels for my dog and I put my dog's name on them so there's no mistake which towels belong to my dog. And uh, now my husband and I, we share the towels so that's not an issue. And I... Uh, and then I have some guest towels. Well, I have guest towels. So that are, those are the linens that I have, but it's not an overflow. And um, going back to the bedroom, I also do, do that as well. Two uh, sheets per bed in the house. And whoever is the person that sleeps in that bed is responsible for washing them but now that it's just my husband and I we have one guest bed and of course we will wash those sheets um, but we have four sets of sheets in our house two for the guest bed and two for ours 
and it forces you to keep up with the laundry. Instead of waiting till you've run out of linens, you only have two sets. And the same with the towels. You only have two towels. So it, it may, forces you to keep up your schedule of laundry schedule. And yet there's not an overflow of laundry to wash because you don't have a thousand towels and a thousand sheets and a thousand pieces of clothes to wash. If you only keep what you use and what you love, it makes laundry so much simpler. Now she talks about the garage or your storage area. Um, now that area, of course, if it's a garage, it's also used for your car. But if it's a storage area, it's used for things that you are going to use in the future that you actually are going to use. If you have bins in there, she says that you haven't opened for years, then maybe it's time to either just get rid of the bin without opening it or open it and declutter it and only keep what you're going to use in the future. And some of these items are anything unused. We just covered uh, sports equipment that may be broken, tools and gardening, seasonal decor. Those are all things that you may be able to spend some time decluttering. All right, now for a little review. Um, Ashlyn gives tips and strategies to decluttering and following five areas in your home. We talked about kitchen, living room, bedroom, bathroom, and storage areas. <clears throat> Decluttering is the single thing that is going to help you eliminate or significantly reduce the stress you may feel when it comes to your possessions. Ashlyn says, I was surrounded by clutter when she first got married and moved uh, her and her husband moved in together. She was feeling stressed and overwhelmed. We had way more possessions than we needed or could realistically use. I decided to radically declutter. Over the course of about six to nine months, I got rid of and decluttered 50 to 75% of our possessions. When you own less, any organization system is easier to maintain. Decluttering space by space can help make decluttering less overwhelming. Don't make the mistake of taking, uh, trying to tackle everything at once. If after decluttering, you still have too much, determine a practical number for you to own. Like I said, your container is your tank container. Your house is your container. Your bookshelf is your container. It can only hold the books that will fit on the bookshelf. Your drawers, etc. Do you need two or three drawers for jewelry or makeup or can you declutter it to where you only have one drawer? You know, everyone has their own collections. So everyone has one or two collections that they're going to have an overabundance of, um, and that is fine, but don't let it overtake your entire house. Designate an, an amount of space. Do you need a whole chest or drawer to hold jewelry, or can you just uh, 
you know, eliminate enough to where you only keep what you use. Or if you, you l just love collecting jewelry, can it just be one or two drawers instead of the whole chest of drawer? These are all questions that you can ask yourself. Uh, and plus the one in and one out rule. If after decluttering you still have too much, determine a practical number to own. Too much decor can actually detract from the look or feel we are wanting in a space. Now, here are some steps. Simplify your closet to only the items you actually wear, what you love, and what fits. Follow the decluttering formula by asking two questions. Do I use it? Do I love it? When decluttering the kitchen, watch for duplicates, single-use items, and anything collecting dust. Declutter things in the bedroom that might distract you from resting at night or frustrate your attempts to getting ready in the morning. And the last is condense what you have in your storage areas to only things you'll actually reference. Just because you have the space for it doesn't mean you should keep it. Ask yourself what you would rather use that storage space for. All right, guys, that is it for decluttering uh, ideas from Ashlyn Eaton. I hope it helped you, and I will see you in the next podcast.